Hey, loungers. On this episode of The Lounge, we're talking about a few topics. WandaVision, uh, recapping our weeks. Uh, but the main topic we have and we'll be talking about today is COVID. COVID, oh, uh, <laughs> COVID has affected us all differently. We will be sharing a few opinions and our opinions and how COVID affected us personally. It's dumb. <laughs> COVID's dumb. Yeah, I'm gonna word. be. Yeah, I'm gonna be different and have like a wild ass opinion about it. But um, it sucks. Yeah. Or or, or you're for it. <laughs> <laughs> you sheep. <laughs> yeah. Go COVID. <laughs> sorry. So, sorry. I want to first offer our condolences to all of those who have lost a loved one to COVID during this pandemic. And second and lastly, I want to send everyone positive vibes and well wishes moving forward. Now on to the show. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Lounge. My name is Alan. I'm Rob. And I'm Randy. And we are the Lounge SC. Uh, just a few cool dudes trying to make a cool podcast. Whoa, we're cool, huh? Yeah, very cool. Uh, the last time we met up, we were talking about being dads, being papa bears, being daddies. Well, you're uh, the only papa bear. I'm, I'm, a, I'm you're the, the only papa, papa bear. bear. But we're all zaddies. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I'll take that. Are there other Papa animals? Like Papa, Papa Koala? Like Ooh. I'm a, I've, like if we're just throwing it out there, I think I'm a Papa teacup pig. Teacup pig? Like a small one? Like a baby one. Like a oh. tiny one. Fits oh. in a teacup. Wow. That's anyway, small. All right. Is there, is there a Papa, Papa dog? Uh, isn't there? There's Papa guinea, guinea pigs. Papa New Guinea. Oh, my oh gosh. shit! How did you whip that out so fast, dude? You always, oh my god, always gotta oh represent my god. South America. I just Actually, like the fact no that that's not even gonna be like a stinger clip. That's in the episode. <laughs> like I don't have to find that and put that in and have to weigh that out. Like mm, it's in put it. that in. No, it's in the episode. Golly, you're welcome. Horrible. Yeah. All right. So. Uh, that's the last time we had a podcast and now wait real quick before we get into that thank you to everybody that listened to that episode that was our most listened to episode that we've had so far um i know a lot of people uh enjoyed that um i know on our social media accounts at least for me a lot of people hit me up and uh wanted to contribute one and two a lot of people responded saying oh we really enjoyed it uh i agree it related and it was cool to see the dad's um, perspective. Um, my critique a little bit. Um, I noticed after listening to it again, we didn't really talk about girl, girl dad specifics. We were more talking about parenting um, in general. So I know that we've kind of discussed it before that we want to uh, come back to that topic and more just talk about, girl dad specific so expect that expect another episode to be recorded 
uh, in the long run or down the line, I should say. <laughs> and uh, yeah, that should be a good time. <laughs> Sorry, Jen's back here taking pictures of me and stuff. Yeah, while, and while it's Jen breaking me. Picture, while Gosh. Jen was taking a picture of you, I was flipping off the camera and then Nancy was out of my side view God. <laughs> laughing at me. Gosh, like, you guys are horrible. What I'm talking f- about supporting the podcast and how it was dope. Expecting. Okay. Okay. Get out of here. Get out of here. But yeah, <laughs> expect another another uh, episode of that. Um, one more. It was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, we'll probably hit up social media again to get uh, more specific topics on dad stuff. Um, yeah. But yeah, so we got into that episode and now we're going into COVID. Alan, go. Oh, we're not quite getting into COVID yet. Uh, we do want to recap since the last time we had a podcast. So like we're putting out these podcasts every other week, uh, just to keep it fresh, you know, not to inundate anybody with our podcast, but we're just having fun. We're doing this for fun. We're doing this for you guys. We're doing this for us. Kind of like a little time capsule in the future, just to go back and be like, wow, this is where we were with being dads and WandaVision and reheaters. Another good episode. Yeah. Like I went back, uh, I went back on Spotify and re-listened to my Santa Rosa Iron Man episode, the one we shot Ooh, live. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, man. That was oh, a lot of fun. Good. So, shout out to the listeners. Uh, I do want to give a quick shout out to a good friend, Alan. Wait, he has shouting out yourself. Shout- <laughs> you know, I'm gonna shout guy. out to Rob real quick. <laughs> shout out to that's Randy. That's my dude. That's my dude. You're looking like a snack today. So, Alan, Alan, (laughs) Alan, or Patrick, he he's on a podcast called Dumb Found Dead. Wait, is Alan and Patrick the same person, or they're two dudes? He goes by Patrick, but I think I know him by Alan. Interesting. Okay, I like it. Yeah, yeah. So he's also from PH Morse High. Represent. Oh snap! Oh six. Let's go. Let's get it. So shout out to them. Check out their podcast if you're a crime person. <laughs> like, a crime if you like person. you're a criminal, <laughs> if you got if you like two strikes. Crime. If you want some ideas, listen to their podcast. It's it's like um I don't know if you guys remember that on Spike TV. You guys remember Spike TV? Yeah, yeah. That hundred ways to die type. Oh Jesus! Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So Great. that's kind of like their podcast. They talk about stupid ways people win Darwin awards. And I found it a lot of fun, just two dudes chilling, drinking, having fun, talking about past and stupid ass people killing themselves or dying or getting caught. What's the, what's the name of the podcast again? Dumb Found Dead. Okay. Nice. So Dumb Found Dead. Play, on, play words. on words. I thought that was really innovative. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Really innovative. Accent. Yeah. So shout out to Alan slash Patrick and the Dumb Found Dead podcast really fun they're on spotify apple apple podcasts and I'm pretty sure other places but those are the two places i found them so you guys have me want to shout out before we move forward uh frontline workers i don't know <laughs> i, I could not think of anybody i was like uh, uh. i want to shout out uh seize candies cashiers <laughs> y'all keep it real 100 Thanks for giving them samples when you know I just walk right out. 
You know, I don't cop. Shit. <laughs> Shout out to the Panda Express people for giving me some Ooh. orange chicken, even though I know how it tastes. On them too. <laughs> Oh, we're the opposite of a shout out because I want to like D shout out the lady that when you ask for half and half, but you try to trick her and you're like, I want rice. And then you're like, actually, I got to get half and half. She straight up takes a little bit of the scoop oh. out. Ooh, un- D shout out. Yeah. D shout out that, that shout auntie. Out, yeah. It's always an auntie too. Yeah. Dang. I mean, such a hater. Yeah. We'll unpack that in a later episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh I've been having God. too much panda recently. I've had panda. Like, I think it was like, la- no, it wasn't this week. It was like two weeks ago. I went to Panda two days in a row for lunch. And mind Jeez. you, to go to Panda for lunch, it's like a 20-minute drive to get there, get oh the food. I eat it there, and then I go back to work for another 20-minute drive back to work. Like, dude, I was hurting for Panda, and I was hurting so much, I went two days in a row, bro. <laughs> I was like, yes. <laughs> I oh thought it was like God. a convenience thing or like you were with homies. No, dude. Like two different sets and they both wanted Panda, but it was just because you were Jones and for the I think, for I think the it was Express. Because, because of the reheaters episode where we were talking about how uh, the orange chicken <laughs> reheat. Re- 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 I was oh like, God. oh man, that sounds bomb, dude. And what did I get? That orange chicken, bro. Ooh. Dude, you have to. Yeah. Unofficial, get, unofficial sponsor, Panda if Express. If you get a two entree meal, if you get a two entree meal at Panda Express and one of those entrees is not orange chicken, you're a fucking murderer. Yeah. You're going to be it is. on the Dumbfound Dead podcast. <laughs> the Dumbfound Dead podcast, dude. That's just how it is. Like, you have to have orange chicken. That's rule number one. Oh, yeah. Number two is try to catch Auntie slipping halfway <laughs> uh-huh. to get that 50 50, to get that half and half chow mein fried rice. I got you. That's, that's the life hack is that you don't tell her half and half. You say, you say rice or champagne, you say rice. And then after she's done, it's going to be like, actually, let's do half and half. Then she's like, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> have you guys been there recently? No. Oh, why say, is it? No, because speaking of chow mein, like, I'm pretty sure they changed the chow mein. Like, before it used to be like a, like your traditional, like, thick, thick oily noodle type <laughs> chow mein Ooh. right right uh-huh. now now I like it's closer, it. I like it's closer it. to like a bunset like a like like a thin like a thin no way uh, yeah dude it's bomb maybe, i'm not saying it's maybe bad the, but okay, I'm just saying okay. it's different. maybe the noodles got covid damn dude shortages bro shortages. just saying speaking oh, of uh, I don't know if I should get into this, but like, do it. This, no, is, kind of a, this is kind of a random thing, but Here I was just thinking about shortages and how supposedly there's like a money shortage. But I'm like, yeah, that was I a total think... thing, like the coin shortage. Yeah, but I was like, because they're not in circulation. It... No one's, no yeah, one's spending it's not them. because they're in short, like they're they don't have any. It's because they don't want people spreading the infection. Well, that right? too, yeah, yeah. Like that's my mindset. Later, just don't want to spread cash around. So there's a quote unquote shortage. Now, I'm not trying to get a conspiracy theories or anything like that, but I was just like, why did a shortage just come about like all of a sudden? I don't know. I didn't do any research. Yeah. Oh my God. So I was at, you guys know um, J Rel? Yeah. 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 Shout so, out J Rel. <laughs> shout out J Rel. Snow Ice. And Snow Ice. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is totally unsponsored. Unofficial sponsor. Out, yeah. But, shout but out we're to supporting PH yeah. and Morse PH. 06. There yes, we go. Sir. Yes, sir. Oh, 05 if you're if you're nope. real. Nope. Only 06. Oh, 05, oh, 05 is your lame. Unless you're in the podcast and hey, shout out. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> but back to JRL. Um, so I was at Snow Ice and I had cash and they had like a cookie 
they had a cookie. I think it was like two for $5. And I had a $5 bill. So I try to hand the girl a $5 bill. She goes, oh, we don't take cash. And I'm like, Ooh, <laughs> I'm going to have to pop a pop this debit card just for five boodles. Oh, man. Like for five well, bones. I, I got it right. But I got it right here. Yeah. I'm like, I, I want to buy these roller skates you ha- right now. I, have to I can just give put, you the money. <laughs> yeah. I, have to pu- I have to put this $5 bill back into my wallet and get out my, That's where you my messed debit up, card. Bro. That's where you messed oh, up. Man. You should just go uh, with, well, for you, Apple Pay, but you should just yeah. go with that all the time. It's so much uh, easier. Or your yeah. watch. Yeah. Ooh, I never thought about that. But yeah. yeah. So <laughs> on to the recap. Randy. Oh, yes. Yeah. These, Sorry. These last two weeks, how have they treated you, my friend? So these last two weeks, I didn't have Panda Express. I'll start off by saying that. I'm pretty sure I didn't because if I did, I'd remember. Um, But last two weeks, oh, I finished my class because the last time we spoke, I was in school. Uh, I was getting my uh, training on. I finished that up. Um, I packed up all my stuff at work and I left. And uh, excuse me. Ooh. But yeah, so I finished I finished my burped? stuff at work. Yeah, uh, we're drinking right now. Mm. So for the listeners, we're uh, getting a little loose. A little, little loosey goosey. Um, so yeah, so I packed up my stuff, cleaned up my desk, uh, cleaned out my locker, and I left. Um, because I am now in quarantine, and I'm seven days in to my quarantine. Uh, because I have to quarantine for 14 days before I go to another school in Virginia for, yeah, for more training. Um, so my last week, yeah, the last seven days I've been in quarantine, just kind of hanging out, doing my thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been working out a little bit, getting on the bike rides. Hey. Um, you okay. know. I got, on that fitness. Yeah, just a little bit, get the cardio going. Um, cleaned a lot. Uh, I was going to say your your clavicles are are popping right now. Oh yeah, thank you for the listeners. The clavicles are popping. I mean, if we were we were in the 18th century and you were a woman, I'd be really mad at you for showing off your clavicles. Whoa. Okay. All right. Wow. Um. Yeah. So I've just been at home. It's been kind of nice, but I could see how people get kind of bored. Um. I oh uh on Wednesday I got my second dose of the uh vaccine the pfizer vaccine for covid pfizer that pfizer, pfizer uppercut <laughs> <laughs> so i got the second dose i did have some uh, symptoms on thursday um mild relatively mild i had no fever but i had slight body aches very small headache um and some chills just a little bit nothing too crazy i know people some people got messed up um, but for the most part, I didn't, uh, I, I was good. Uh, these guys are shivering for the, uh, chills. listeners. <laughs> they have, they have the chills. They're shivering right now. Um, and my wife also got her vaccine on her second dose on Tuesday. So she had actually, her chills were a lot more intense and her, uh, body aches were more intense. Um, but besides that, that's all we had. So it was pretty nice. Um, we are doubled up, ready to go. We're happy. Um, yeah, like I said, I'm seven days into my 14-day quarantine. Next Sunday, I leave. Um, but I'll be back just in time for our next recording. So 
um i'll probably actually i have to figure that out because i think my flight is coming in later in the day so we might either postpone it to sunday or might be a little bit later on saturday we'll see we'll we'll no, Rob and I discuss are just gonna those logistics. Gonna do like a, yeah, Whoa, just two. without me yeah. man i mean hey show goes on right um yeah i think that's basically it uh with the family we're doing our thing we started uh like just right now we just finished episode seven star wars episode seven um which for the non-episode people that is the force awakens or the first episode of the sequel trilogy um it's pretty fun we've been going through all the episodes uh, we did episode six yesterday, and then we didn't really have anything planned today, so we did episode seven. And we've been watching it on a – we have a little projector, and we set up the projector and couch cushions and all that stuff on the patio. And uh, we watch out there. So it's kind of cool. You get, like, that outside vibe. It's a little different than just watching in our living room, but uh, we make it, like, a whole little event. So we've been doing that. That was fun. Um, so I guess in the recap, the last two weeks, we watched episode five six and now seven um i think that is how numbers work um so so you're watching it in that order you're not like going by release order you're going by yeah, release order. Ep- you're going episodic we're going episodic six. yes episodic okay just to get the full story um order and stuff like that and we also didn't add in like rogue one or solo we're going straight Ooh. yeah i know i know it's more for mia i mean she she's not really paying attention to the story anyways um she doesn't care she's more just like like episode six was great because it was full, filled with ewoks and she was all about it she was like oh what are those they look like teddy bears like no they're ewoks get it right all right <laughs> they're evil yeah well, I, I want to say evil but they're they there can, they can be they can be brutal they can oh they they murdered them stormtroopers and they then did. they used yeah, the helmets as drums homie like yeah, yeah they're they evil, were dropping bro. rocks on them but, uh, rocks on them so yeah, so we've been catching up on that. Um, yeah, I think that's on the grand scheme of things. That's that's basically it. Quarantine life. Uh, Rob, what you got? Uh, it's been the same same stuff for me, day in day out. Uh, quarantining at home with the uh, with the wife and the baby. Um, I will say one of the highlights recently was that I swooped up Fallout seventy six on the PC. And if you if you were staying away because of all the bad hype, now's the time to get back in it. Um, I caught a nasty sale; it was like twenty bucks instead of sixty, and uh, it's just a great game. It's very polished at this point after being out for two years and everybody hating on it. Um, so they mm-hmm. definitely fixed a bunch of stuff. I didn't play it the original, uh, but I do remember like seeing a lot of the hate videos and stuff back in the day of like what was wrong with it. Um, stuff like they didn't have NPCs or like story mode and stuff in there so it was just like a so really weird the original thing. was just you walking around if like if no one was online it's just an empty world that's basically yeah there were no there were no like npcs like no talking dialogue there were like robots that were like vendors and that was it and so there people were saying like back in the day you just walk around and it was like it just felt really empty like a half yeah. finished game that sounds horrible yeah <laughs> but now it's dope and it's uh, i want to give a shout out to uh the fallout 76 community i've had so many great interactions with random people just drop in like dope stuff they'd be like oh this guy's low level here's uh and it's dope because when you drop stuff in the game it's a little like gym bag 
and so i'll go and, and like once somebody drops and you're like oh shit so then you go click on it and it's just a like a like a, just full of all this dope stuff armor weapons good stuff i would never do that <laughs> like i don't know if i would ever see just a new person be like here's a bunch of good stuff unless it's like gonna be trash anyways i guess exactly that's like, why i mean I they're guess. like this is all low-level crap so awesome. here you go that's also why you're not part of the Fallout 76 that, community. This is true. Yeah. This is true. I've been I've been eyeing it. Not gonna lie, I've been eyeing it. No, I was like, they just it's on sale. You should buy it anymore because you said that. I yeah. know. Now, I'm now not gonna, gonna look for you. <laughs> take you out. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's pretty much my update. Uh, that's only. I mean, well, sorry. Another thing I did was I finished Dune, which was a it's a huge book. I don't know if anybody else has like looked at it or seen it i got interested because of the trailer wait so you finished the book not the movie right because the movie hasn't dropped okay. yet it keeps getting postponed well, I'm the original oh the original i just watched the trailer for the original yeah and it looks terrible the book Whoa. is dope though There's a the book following. is the book is like uh game of thrones had sex with uh star wars kind of science fiction for sure okay. but yeah so game of thrones kind of family like houses against each other intrigue and what like, so you smashed the whole book 800 pages bro it was huge <laughs> how long did that take uh, uh like a couple months i want to say i didn't i wasn't it took me a while to get started and then once i got going i was like oh i gotta like i was setting aside like game time or like binge time instead to, to read the book going so. back shout out or a recap of the last episode if you don't know yet rob is a completionist he has to finish things. He has to get the whole set done because that's what he talked about in the last episode. That's one of his downfalls. Is that he's he a completionist. Yeah. He's a completionist. So that makes sense. 800 pages is no joke, dude. It's technically like three. I don't know why this dude did it, but he, it's three books in one. But like when you buy it, it's 800 something pages. So I finished that and now I'm, I just started last night. Uh, Steve Martin's autobiography. It's called Born Standing Up. And it's comedian Steve Martin's like, uh, like first starting out, like how it was for him coming out up in the game as a stand-up comedian. So That's definitely so a random. shorter book. I, get, I've, I've had it for a long time. To that? I needed a break, dude, because <laughs> Dune was so heavy. I was like, yo, I need something light, lighthearted. Steve Martin's good for that kind of stuff. So shout out Stevie Martin. Um, and that's it. That's my update. Popcorn to my boy, Alan. Hi. So in the last two weeks, I have been doing nothing but same old, same old with the vaccines. We have expanded to 65 and up within the last month. And I've been working more often like this weekend. I'm working Saturday and Sunday. We, I know, dude, that's seven days a week. Like no breaks, right? No days off. Yeah. Yeah. But it's crisis mode. So overtime is approved. Um, there was, I know in the beginning of January, I was, I worked in the hospital where the elven, <laughs> that's cute. So Rob was showing off his beer and he's drinking peanut butter stout, which I cannot have, but I love stouts anyway. So yeah, back in January, I was in the hospital working in the hospital and it was crisis, uh, pay so it was crazy I mean COVID was running rampant but our numbers have fallen so I'm back in the clinic and 
we are vaccinating patients 65 and older. And I'm, I've worked, God, I want to say I've worked like seven or eight of those clinics so far um, between patients and employees clinics. So it's been pretty busy, man. I've been pretty busy. Uh, tomorrow is Valentine's Day. It's my first Valentine's Day oh. married. Hey. Yeah. So that's big. And yeah, that's pretty much. Oh, I know what you've been doing though. Since uh, February started, you've been doing that daily shoe game. Oh yeah, definitely the highlight of my day. Being yeah, like, what's, this, what's he rocking? I'm looking. <laughs> yeah, so on my on my IG on Instagram, I've been wearing different shoes for every day of February. I think I started on either February third or fourth because I was like, hey, no, no repeats. Yeah, no repeats. So what a flex! Every goodness. day, or you could say no reheaters. No reheats. See what I did there? See what I did there? Yeah, it's all heat. So I've been wearing different shoes every day of the week, every day of the month, and intend to do so. And I may expand it to March. Oh, damn. Wow. That that is a flex. Yeah. A flex. Yeah. I got more than 28 shoes. <laughs> so, you know. yeah. yeah. If I tried to do it, I'd make it to February 3rd, probably. And that's <laughs> and one of the days. Re-heat. One of the days would just be me jumping out and just socks. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I started off by asking my followers what color I should wear. And that was pretty fun because people were shouting out different colors and tossing out obscure colors like pink and i caught that i caught that person off guard he said pink green i said i have the perfect shoe for you and i wore it the next day it was uh nike kobe 11 mamba curios which are like oh pink. yeah they're like bright pink. pink bright yeah super bright pink purplish hue uh and then had like the swoosh was lime green so i just you can't, can't got catch, him can't catch me I'm the gingerbread man. Oh wow! So, <laughs> um, so that's pretty been pretty much my month so far. My last two weeks, and been watching Wandavision pretty heavily. Oh yeah, yeah. That's so, uh, have you guys have you guys watched the latest episode? All oh, yeah. caught up. Oh yeah, cool. I haven't watched so I, the newest episode one and a half times. I didn't get to finish the second run, but yeah. Ooh, see, that was that was me the first time. I watched it at like 1 a.m. Thursday, Friday morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like in and out of sleep. So I caught like the beginning and then the middle was fuzzy and then the end. And then so Friday at work, I watched it again on my lunch. So yeah, I was about to say, you got to throw it in there on my lunch. On my lunch. <laughs> on the clock. Yeah, in just, between just in pages. case anyway. Just, just in case any of my bosses are listening, uh, I was watching it on my lunch, clocked out. Uh, so here is a spoiler alert. Oh, yeah, spoiler put that out there. Alert. Here's a spoiler warning. If you do not, if you're not caught up on WandaVision and you have not watched up to episode six, or if, if you just haven't caught up, let's say to episode four. If you haven't watched episode four and on, then... Stop now, and because we will be talking about Wandavision from here on forward. But and, come back after you watch them. Come back yeah, after. 
come back. Just keep and skipping. Finish the episode. Keep skipping like every 10 seconds because on Spotify, you can skip every 10 seconds. So one second, we're True. talking about Vision. The other second, we're talking about Pietro. Oh. So anyway, all righty, guys. So let's get into it. We recap the first two episodes. Um, the first episode being kind of like the Isle of Lucy type vibe. Uh, was that also the second episode too? No. It like, I think oh. it was like I Dream of Genie or... They, it was Bewitched. Like, there we go. Okay. Bewitched. So each Bewitched. episode is a different show era. or era. Yeah. So the first one was I Love Lucy. Second was Bewitched. The third was... I want to say Brady Bunch. Yeah, Brady Bunch. Mm-hmm. And then it was Full House. And this one was like Malcolm in the Middle type. That's that's the vibe I got, yeah. Yeah, it's like... Breaking the 90s. fourth wall or whatever it was. Yeah. 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 I feel okay. like I'm missing one, but that's the gist of them. Uh, so the second one was in the 1960s. So I love The third Lucy. one... No, the first one was 1950, so that had to have been I Love Lucy. Oh, okay. We, yeah, so it was black and white. And then the third one was 1970s, so that was kind of like... Oh, I don't know bunch. what was in the 1970s. It was Brady Bunch. The 80s was Brady Bunch. I'll say 80s. 70s, homie. All right, here we go. Here we go. Oh, here we go. Fact check it. Because Fact check. The, the end oh, of the, the second one was even is like when they go... After Brady's. Yeah, and it was in color. That was when the color first 1970s hit. you guys are right it, it, it aired on 19 uh, september 26 1969 and continued through march 8 1974 so 1970s 70s, you yeah. win uh hey, and then 19 really? wow yeah. brady bunch is that old dun, 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 dun. so the fourth episode was uh what happened to the fourth episode oh this is the one where they were it was like modern. they had yeah, they had. It wasn't so much about Wanda in Wanda's environment in, in Westview. Westview. Right. It was more about Captain Monica Rambo, which I didn't catch this before this episode. But this is the same. This is the daughter of. Yeah, because they showed during the blip. Because um, so she comes back to life uh, after the blip, and she was before she blipped. She was in the hospital with her mom. Is that right? Yeah. yeah that's what you can piece together yeah yeah so she was in the hospital then snapped the snapping and then snap and then back snapped back i am iron man snapped back and the blip happened and it was crazy because i think before this the only time we have ever seen anything happen with a blip was in spider-man homecoming far from home yeah far from home far from home yeah you're right so, like it showed, I, I remember specifically that they were in like the, the gym. The band came back during like a pass in for a basketball game. So, some dude with a tuba got, got wrecked. A rock in the yeah. head, bro. Yeah. So, so they show her coming back with the blip and it's chaos. Uh, find out that her mom passes away and. What happened? Episode five. Episode five is uh, they're in the 1980s. I don't know what what show was from that era. Was, it, was that one supposed to be 80s was, or was that 90s? Was that like full? That was a that full, was full house. house. That was yeah. a full house one. That was Ooh, where the dog house. dies. And full house is like tail end of 80s, old. early 90s, is what I'ma say. 
Yeah. I'm gonna say Mama Makusa. Rob, you are right. It aired Rob on- is so good, dude. Oh my he god, so my good. God. He knows aired- his TV trivia, bro. Yeah, dude. Uh, Full House aired September twenty second, nineteen eighty seven. Damn, that long ago. That was great, man. Good well, job, yeah, I Rob. guess it kind of adds up because I think Mary Kate and Ashley are like our age, and they were <laughs> relatively young already in the first seasons of. They're babies, yo. Yeah, they were babies. So that that lines up. Yeah. Mary Kate Ashley Olsen and then Elizabeth Olsen. Full circle. Crazy. Full circle. Sorry. Keep going. So um nineteen the 1980s in episode five, which was full house, and then Wanda has her children, and this is kind of where everything sort of unravels. Uh it was things were sort of unraveling before. But now, people vision is becoming self aware and says and is thinking like something's going on here. And I remember, I'm sure you guys remember, but when I forgot the dude's name, but they were in the office, and she and he touched the dude's head, and the dude like help me, like and it was it was quick because it switches from I don't know if you noticed, but it switches from the four by three or four by three ratio format into the sixteen by nine wide screen format. And when that happens, like I'm like. Ooh, it's about to go down. I think it's dope that they're doing that. Like they're giving yeah, the cues and stuff like that. That it's like not really present time, but it's more like real world. And then there's Wanda's show going on. And it's like that that you can tell based on one, the cinematography is very different in the real world compared to the TV show. I mean in real life that's how it is like movies i think are filmed at i think it's 30 frames i i don't i don't don't quote me on this but they're fr- they're filmed at different frame rates and that's why they look different uh tv and movies are framed at different film rates filmed well, at different frame rates <laughs> it's it's also that but then also with movies and stuff it's it goes for, it's single cam versus yeah, sitcoms are are multi cam yeah. so so it's like you could tell that they're switching it. And I love that they're they're switching it throughout the show. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, shit. Okay, now mm-hmm. I know that they're in the quote-unquote movie mode when they're out of the dome, I'm going to call it. And they're talking the about hex. S.H.I.E.L.D. or the Hex. Yeah, they're, it's uh, S.W.O.R.D. running around doing their thing and all that stuff. Then they go back into the Hex and it's the different format and stuff like that. It's like, oh, so good. So good. So episode five is where Wanda gives birth to no episode four is where Wanda gives birth to the twins and mm-hmm. she punts Captain Rambo out of the hex. I thought and you were gonna up, say the kids. I was like, what the hell? No. I don't remember that. Then she or it was at the episode end of episode three is when she punts Captain Rambo out of the hex. Episode that's four where is you outside see it happen. Hex. Yeah. Well, yeah, episode three. You don't actually see her punt it or punt her like she just disappears and you're like, what happened to her? Yeah. So four is where you actually see her kicking her. It's on the is on the outside of the hex. Yeah. And you yeah. see what happened and how it happened, and then kind of goes into Rambo's backstory. And episode five is where the twins, I think Agnes. First off, great acting. My God, every time I see, every time. I see an actor 
go between Wanda's world and the real world. And they, they switch like that gentleman in the office and Agnes in this episode where she's like, do you want me when vision's like, I I forgot what vision says, but Agnes is like, do you want me to take that from the top? Or the babies were crying. Yeah. The babies were crying and vision is like, no, 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 it's okay. And Agnes is like, do you, do you want me to take from the top? And I'm like, dude, that's crazy. It's just like, they flipped, flipped the switch. And I like, I'm buying into it so much. And so episode five, I think, is this the dog episode? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So the dog is introduced into the family. And did you guys find it weird that the dog tried to lick the outlet? Yeah. I was like, Arky, what is yeah, it yeah. doing? There's like, there's a lot of videos and stuff. I've been kind of digging around like every Every week after an episode drops on YouTube, there's a bunch of like, oh, theories, and, eggs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Eggs and theories and stuff. So I watch a few of them and it's interesting to like talking about the dog and how it popped up and how I guess in the lore of Wanda and Vision, there is a dog and people are thinking that it has to do with one of their storylines that the dog is like it ends up like I can't I forget exactly but supposedly one of the easter eggs is that Agnes actually does kill the dog and so they're saying that oh mm-hmm. the dog didn't eat the plants or whatever like she said like no the dog found something and she killed the dog something along those lines mm. um, and so, I think yeah, the just like licking leave- the outlet was one of the things another easter egg yeah it leaves like it leaves the it it leaves it open to interpretation, if you will. Yeah. So Sparky happens, dog dies, and towards the end of that episode of episode five is when we first see Vision becoming. You could see his mind working, and you can see he's becoming self-aware. And he's like, "I spoke to I forgot the dude's name in the office. They find this out." But he, oh, he talks to Norm in office. Yeah, Norm. He talks to Norm, and then Norm's like, we have to stop her, you have to stop her, and then switches Norm back. And then this is when Sword from the outside sends in that drone. Yeah. And Monica's trying to talk to her, and she, and then the dude, I forgot, I forgot the main guy's, the Hayward, the I think. director's name, Hayward. Yeah. Hayward sends in a or tries to fire a missile, and then Wanda goes crazy. And then she, that's the kind of first time you see her powers like getting stronger, I guess, because I've never seen her take control of all people at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when she did that and she took control of all those workers, I was like, oh shit, she's gotten stronger. And then uh, what happens after that? Then she comes out. She goes out of the hex. Well, yeah, the she, next episode, so like, she comes out of the hex and she's like, what the hell, basically? And she's like, leave me alone. I'll leave you alone if you leave me alone. And then she has she controls the military dudes or the sword gun guys, I don't, soldiers. And, uh, gun guys. Gun guys um, to, to point their guns at Hayward. Hayward? Yep. Right? That's the name? Sure. Well, and then yeah, it is she leaves. 
then she leaves and then they calm down and whatever. That was episode five. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Paula. So, yeah, so episode five. And then towards the end of that episode is when Vision confronts Wanda and is like, something's up and what are you doing? I talked to Norm or Norm at the office and he said something and she, he's like, you can't possibly shut me out. And that's when the credits start to roll. I'm like, whoa, they're still fighting. Yeah. And it's crazy because like the live audience is still laughing and they're clapping and then you, you hear them fighting. And then it, it, when Wanda leaves the room and vision follows, it quickly turns from four by three ratio to 16 by nine. I don't know if you guys caught that or 16 by eight. 16 by 9 9 ratio and it goes from 0 to 100 real quick because Vision gets super mad and this is the first time we've ever seen him so pissed off I I don't think I've ever seen him pissed off in all of the Avengers movies that's true so we see him pissed off and he's he's talking about I don't know who I am and you're like wait what's going on like he doesn't know who he is. He doesn't know what happened to him before the hex. He just knows he's there now, right? Yeah. And then he questions, like, why are there no children here? Yeah. And then the doorbell rings. Well, and then they do like that weird like jump float thing, and they're all pissed off at each other. Yeah. Both of them like jump and they're floating and like angry at each other and then they, the doorbell rings and I think they float down and like oh shit like someone's at the door yep Alan's recreating or reenacting the jump with the leg up too yeah the leg up the power ranger oh, pose yeah the hands I love out, it. palms forward okay doorbell rings and then they open the door and it's Pietro but it's not Pietro it's Quicksilver from X-Men, and his name wasn't Pietro. Well, I guess it was Pietro, but did they ever say it? It's a, He's the same character, like same yeah, same name and everything. He's played it's, by a different actor Yeah, in the, in the Fox universe. But it's totally the Fox universe uh, Quicksilver. So there. well done. And it was like, oh, snap. That's they how you did do it. it. That, I mean, <laughs> that is really how you do it. They... Marvel man, hats off to you. Like they are really rolling with the punches on handling all it, this stuff, and it, they're doing a really good job. Like making everyone look like shit. Yeah, it's yeah, like you can't get mad at them. It's like, oh yeah, they got all this, and and oh, Disney boy. is taking over. But I'm like, dude, they are setting a standard, and that standard's high as fuck. But like, wait, but wait, the Snyder cut. Yeah, oh god like the snyder cut yeah that's the, a whole nother episode i'm about to spend i'm I, i'm gonna say it now and this is a uh what's it called knee-jerk reaction knee-jerk reaction or a uh like a bold take okay i think i'm gonna waste those four hours of my life on the justice league snyder cut oh you like have to there's no-, no no i'm just saying like it's gonna end up being a waste of my time like i'm oh, okay, gonna watch it yeah. and i'm gonna be like this was a waste of my time I, that's just my opinion. I hope I'm wrong. I really do. But I just, it's hard. It's very hard to get to that bar because Marvel is just killing it, dude. Like, and I'm not, I'm, I'm not trying to be a Marvel fanboy. I'm a pop culture. I'll just, I'll just do a whole broad 
I'm a pop, pop culture, culture superhero comics. Like, yeah, aficionado. I'm aficionado, bro. I I'll soak it all in. I'm not pro or I'm not only Marvel. I'm not only DC. Any of that. No. If it's pop culture, I'm in. Yeah, but man. it has to be good. I have standards. You know what I mean? Like I'm not just gonna be like, oh yeah, you know. I see what they were doing. Like I'm yeah, not gonna I, give them like, points. <laughs> Oh, just cool. There's going to be a Justice League movie, but it's trash, but I'm going to like it just because it was a Justice League movie. No, dude. If you're going to do it, it better be good. Yeah, like this WandaVision. Do it, do it right. Yeah. And WandaVision and the way Marvel's doing it, especially the way they handled this Fox merger and everything, like they're at least just with this one introduction. Now we'll see. Like we're going to see in these next couple episodes what they do. But just that one thing that they've done so far is nasty it's like oh and uh, oh not even that spider-man don't forget spider-man how they did spider-man and how they did just the first intro with civil war because don't forget this the sony uh, not merger but the sony collab they were like Mm -hmm. oh let's just put him in a civil war first get everybody hyped for that and then put him in his own movies and then even those movies were dope um so marvel man hats off to you and i literally not just marvel marvel studios dude yeah Marvel Studios, they have Killing their the hand game. in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, they have Pietro come out and boom, episode five, done. Right? And is it just me? Or do you guys watch till the end of the credits or like, till the credits are all done? Because <laughs> there's so yeah. much yeah. space, man. There's so yeah. much space. It's there, like but 10, it's... Minutes of, 10 minutes of credits and you're just like, come on. Well, yeah, but all the Disney Plus uh, shows have done that. Like Mandalorian did the same thing because it's like the regular credits and then there's like the other countries' credits because it's getting streamed to all the other countries as well. Mm, like okay. if you notice that, like they did that with all the shows. So don't get me wrong though, I'm in the same boat. I'll go through and I'll fast forward through the whole yeah, credits just to make sure. You just never know, dude. You never know. And what was the, just remember the ad? Because they have, they run a commercial, a fake commercial. Yeah. Do you guys remember the ad in, in episode five? Episode fives was the bounty paper towel. Oh. Oh <laughs> the my Lagos, God. bro. Yeah, the Lagos, yeah. yeah. Which was like, you know, like that there, there was no hiding that one. It was like straight to the point of like, oh shit. Wait, the only thing you have to really think of was what's Lagos? And then you immediately go back, like, oh shit. That's where she murdered a bunch of people on accident. And then that's the whole theme of the commercial. It's uh, blood on her up hands. A mess. Yep. Yeah. Cleaning up a mess that you you made and all that shit. It's like, oh, yeah, you killed all those people. But uh, the the one that I'm confused about is this week's where it's the uh, like yogurt one. Yeah. Um, Yo, was it? Yo Magic? Yo Magic. Yo Magic. Um, there are people talking about how like, oh, it's how uh, Wanda got her magic or it has to do with something with uh that it wasn't really hers and it's because she was experimented on or something along those lines or that it had to do with the infinity stones and vision i was like uh i don't know i don't get it so let's go let's go into episode six now so episode the early 2000s like malcolm in the middle has that type of vibe breaking the fourth wall all the time um and it's the Halloween episode, the all-new Halloween spooktacular. And Wanda is dressed as the com- the old-school comic Scarlet Witch. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. And it was like, by it the way, really good. Spot on. Really good. Yeah. Way really good. to bring in that. See, again, 
Marvel Studios killing the game by like how Stanford. can you incorporate yeah the OG suits and you're like oh here's here's how we'll do it Halloween episode The Quicksilver one was really good. I was actually surprised that they had that one in there. And I was like, dude, that's sick how they did that. yeah and Vision Visions was dope too, yeah. uh, yeah. Visions was dope Yellow Chucks though, that's what's up. Yeah. I, so I think at the episode four Hayward was saying they were having like a little meeting with Wu with Darcy and they were talking about uh, Wanda and they were asking does she go by a name a funny nickname and they haven't said anything she just goes by Wanda but this is the first time we've seen an ode to Scarlet Witch is that right Right, they haven't yeah called her okay Scarlet Witch in any of the movies or anything. yeah right I mean she still didn't go by Scarlet Witch but it's the costume yeah right so this is the Halloween Spectacular episode. Pietro's now knee-deep, but Pietro is acting a little funny, and he starts, he kind of comes off a little sarcastic and talks about, you know, talks about the things that are happening outside of the hex and how, you know, Pietro's dead or Vision's dead, and Wanda's like, yo, what are you saying? So does that, I mean, does that strike you guys funny that, Pietro knows kind of about Wanda's background and Wanda's like kind of oblivious to what she's saying. I just want to, I, my theory is that it's not really Pietro. It's not really vision. This is all Wanda's manifestation of them somewhat. And so when they are projecting and saying these things, it's really the stuff that Wanda's dealing with on the inside. She knows it's wrong and, you know, she has that guilt and stuff, but she doesn't want to have that conversation with herself. So she puts on the mask or has her brother do it. Um, I don't know, as a way to deal with it is my theory. I don't know if that's true or not. I guess we'll find out. Um, I don't know. It's, it's kind of trippy too, because she, what gets me is that she has Vision's body. And so maybe that's like when, because they, they've done those, the jump square twice now. They did it once with Vision where she like, will look away and look at him and it's like the dead body version of him. And Yeah. I was like, oh Scared snap. the shit out of me. She's really like animating <laughs> yeah, that's these creepy. dead corpses. And then the same thing happens with Pietro and he has like the bullet holes that he had in Age of Ultron. And you're like, there's no way that she went and got his body. So it's, But it's it her was dealing with it. it was the new it was the Fox Pietro's body with the MCU's bullet Bullet holes. holes. Yeah. So See? it was like, wait a minute, what's going on here? Like this is weird, dude. But One thing that I did see on one of those YouTube videos was that when they showed the recaps of how Pietro died, it actually showed Age the of Ultron. MCU, yeah, the Age of Ultron clip. Yeah. So it's like they are actually fully embracing the fact that there are two different Quicksilvers. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, fucking, fucking Marvel, man. Just kill it. They're like, yeah, we embrace it. Like, yeah, we, we have two. Let's deal with it. Let's move on. It's like, oh, so good. I wish we could, like, I wish there was, like, a hidden camera show or something where we're inside Kevin Feige's house when, like, the episodes drop and he's, like, watching it with his homies or something like that and they all start freaking out and he's, like, I, I did like just, I did that. just body rolling like, on the couch. <laughs> you know, speaking of that, just to, just to veer off a little bit, um, The Mandalorian was obviously another big hit for Disney+. Plus. Um, and The Mandalorian, Jen put me on this. There's a, a side show on Disney+, Plus called The Gallery, or something like that. And it goes, and it talks about The Mandalorian and how they put it together. And it talks to, to all the directors, because 
that's how the Mandalorian did it. They did, they have uh, John Favreau like producing the whole thing, and that's his essentially his show. But he doesn't direct all the shows or all the episodes. He has different people directing each episode, and I think in season two he directed more, but in season one he definitely had like individual episodes. And he's going through and he's talking to them on how they wanted to put things together and how they worked together. And they, they did callbacks to different movies and, and characters and stuff like that. And I was like, I hope down the line that they just go back with Marvel and do those things. Not like that'd be sick if they did that with phases already. Cause we're what we're already starting phase four. That'd be sick if right now they start taking out or they start coming out with episodes for phase one, you know, like, oh, we wanted to do this. This is what we're talking about. This is how we did it. We were starting fresh. I'm sure there are some shows like that, but it'd be sick if they had like a set in stone, like this is what we did. Kevin Feige is in the episode talking about this was my plan for phase one. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's not affecting what's going on today. It's just talking about what was going on back then. And they just have a stagger to it. So like, yeah, we're in phase four and the stuff they're talking about was three phases back and they kind of just go along as we move forward. Like that would be super sick. Cause there's so many things like one, there's so many people involved with Marvel studios as a whole, right? You have all the different directors for every single movie. You have all of the different um, characters and all the different stories that kind of come together as one, but it's like, what were the thought process for each individual movie? And what was their thought process for the saga as a whole? You know what I mean? Like, Oh, we just came up on Spider-Man. Let's change things up. Like what was their thought process when Disney made that deal? You know what I mean? Or when Disney made the Fox acquisition or whatever, like it'd be sick to have footage and discussions with Kevin Feige talking about, his thought process when he came up on these characters to put into his stories. And I keep saying his, but we all know he's, he's the mastermind. You know what I mean? But uh, like, it, it's just super good what they're doing. Like it's really, they're, they're really hitting on the fan service. And I think Mandalorian did very similar to that. Like they hit on the fan service and like, Oh dude, like, they put Boba Fett back in there because, of course, Mandalorian, you know what I mean? And all the mm-hmm. other characters and all the other little things that they tossed in there. And, I mean, they didn't have to do the Halloween episode for this, you know? And they didn't have to do the original suits and all that good stuff. But they did, and everybody's like, hell yeah, you know, we're all for it. Um, so I think it's dope what they're doing. I just really hope that they do some sort of recap um, for the show. Behind the scenes kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I agree. I think if they did something like that, that would that would gain a huge uh, like audience. Uh, I'm definitely down for the behind the scenes stuff. And I know there's some some good footage of stuff you see on like YouTube of like Robert Downey's like first time that he like acted with uh, what's his face, Obadiah Stane, the mm. dude. What's his name? Obadiah Stane or Tron, Tron, Tron. We saw him walking outside when we were lined up for Hall H one year. Dennis Quaid. Nope. God. <laughs> <laughs> His name will come to me. Anyway. Yeah, I'm the, like, blanking so hard. The first, the first like line read with those two um, was pretty dope. Anyway, so yeah, I, I think they should do a behind the scenes thing. Um, to tie it back, we haven't really touched too much stuff. So we talked about the costumes from 
for episode six um i mean what's what's a big takeaway for you guys like one big there you go <laughs> burning them jeff bridges um i guess like what's what's one like big takeaway that you guys had for the episode um um i think we're talking about episode six episode yes. six only like yeah, what's now your we're big... talking about episode six one of my big takeaways with this is so now i mean aside from the fact that now vision is totally aware that something is going on and he tried to get help from outside the house all the talk about hell hell like hell h-e-double hawk Double hockey sticks. Yeah, H E double hockey sticks. Um, and so in that in that advertisement, the Yo Magic yogurt, I think it would. They said like it was hot as hell, and I think I saw it on on the Reddit's. Yeah, a yeah. lot of comments talking about hell. I hell, know where hell. you. I know where you're going with this. Right, right. And then one of the conspiracy. So this is where I'm getting at is that there is a lot of. T- I I just feel like Wanda doesn't know what's going on because I feel like she's part of like she's part of the the town. She doesn't know what's going on and she doesn't know how she got there. And that's why she's kind of like confused too. So I feel like someone's playing a bigger role here. I think the villain is playing a big role. I don't think Wanda's big enough to be the villain. I don't think I don't think Wanda can be the villain in the MCU. I think there's someone playing tricks on her. Um but I mean, I'm, so I'm blowing, blowing a hole in my theory. I don't know how the hex came about, right? I mean, like, I know Wanda put it in the hex, so it's kind of like, that's kind of blowing a hole in my theory, but I still think someone is doing this to her. Like somebody might be forcing her to do it. or like pulling the strings, using yeah, her powers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I can right. see it. That. That's a dope theory. I, I, I can kind of see it going that way. So how many episodes is, is this supposed to be? I think uh, I it's think a 10. Eight or yeah, eight or ten is what I've heard. Yeah, I think they said there's. Oh, there might be nine because I think they said there's. No, it might be it might be ten, because there's. I'm looking. I'm looking on Wikipedia and it says nine. But it might be nine. It might be nine. But supposedly yeah. the rumor is that the because these are currently about thirty minutes an episode. The mm-hmm. rumor is that the next three are supposed to be hour long episodes. Oh my god. Because if Damn. you think about it, they're still building a lot of questions on episode six out of nine. You know what I mean? It's kind of mm-hmm. like Game of Thrones, like, dude, all you gotta the way catch up. up. <laughs> yeah, like dude, you're gonna start just packing the last episodes with answers, and then it's it like it sucks because you have the, the risk of it being like lost, where it's like either one answers were or questions were never answered, or two, they just fill it in with some dumb resolution. You know what I mean? It's like mm. I like want like resolution. yeah, it's like no like, and going back to praising Marvel, like I don't think they're gonna do that. I think they're gonna lay like really answer the questions or leave it open for another uh, entity, as in movie or show, to answer it for you later down the line. Um, but my theory right now, I or <coughs> my thoughts on episode six, like I still don't know what's going on. Um. I think that she's controlling everything. I think she's still very depressed after everything that went on. Um, she never really had a time to decompress after Vision died and her brother died. It's literally just back to back. You know what I mean? They went from Age of Ultron. I guess they had a little bit of a gap and then they went straight into 
uh, Thanos kind of showing up and doing his thing and killing Vision and all that. So now this is the time where she finally can calm down and she just wants her world. You know what I mean? She wants to do it. And I think this is their way of showing how powerful she really is. Like, it, according to everything as far as Marvel lore, from my understanding, she's one of the most powerful people in, Mar- mm-hmm. in Marvel. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of downplayed her this whole time as far as what she can do. Yeah, she went uh, toe-to-toe with Thanos, but even that fight was cut short. You know what I mean? Like, dude, she was she was putting in work. And he had Rain nothing. Fire. Yeah. And then, fire. and then it got cut off. Like, okay, cool. Now this is finally showing off what she can do. And um, we're finally seeing a good, especially the end of episode six, where she starts expanding the hex. Right. And it's like, okay, now I, at first I thought that she was moving the hex, not necessarily expanding. I thought she was like walking with it and it was kind of moving along. But from, my, for, but from what I heard, she's actually expanding it. She's yeah. making it bigger. That's what um, I see. So it's like, that just goes to show her power. Now, the Hex and what she's actually doing, I think, are are, are two different things. Um, because they kind of showed in the episode, and it kind of makes sense how on the outskirts, the people are still, quote-unquote, imprisoned, but they're not doing anything. They're just standing still, right? So if you could think of her as like a, a computer... The processing power, she's not using a lot of processing power on the, the people on the outskirts. She's more focused on the people on the inside. Um, so it kind of makes you question, okay, if you're expanding your hex, are you more powerful by expanding it? Or are you just really expanding your your your, your game? You know she's what I mean? You're stretching shield. herself too thin now. Yeah, yeah. And then it's like, yeah, you could tell she's losing she's losing control of things that are going on. One, I don't think she even knows what she's talking about. Like, she doesn't know what she's doing. Um, she just wants vision is really what it is. And she wants a normal life, but she can't control it because she doesn't know what she's doing. Um, but I I hope that they answer all these things. There's so many hidden things that they're doing, like the whole thing with death and or the Grim Reaper or whatever. And Mephisto, supposedly, like... They're all in the kids. Like, what's up with the kids growing up super fast? And like, dude, they got three episodes to potentially answer these questions. And I really hope that they do. Um, Because supposedly this is it. Like, they're only doing one season for these shows. Yeah. And they're essentially kind of like a a drawn out movie. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, we'll see. I don't know. It's a movie, like a movie series. Yeah. All right. So uh, my takeaway from episode six, um, or one, I guess, takeaway or observation, whatever you want to call it, is the kind of touching on what Randy Boy said, the outskirts thing. When Vision was creeping out just to see what's going on, that's when I was like, oh, this is getting creepies. Yeah. Um, and it was like the thing that got to me was like he, he got to a certain street or whatever where one lady was trying to put up Halloween decorations. She just kept doing the same motion dude, over and that over was, again. That was eerie. With the tear like, coming dude. down. I was like, yeah, dude, that was Whoa. scary. Legit scary. They're pushing the envelope on this stuff. Um, so, but yeah, it makes me feel bad that, yeah, like they're for sure trapped and it kind of plays into that whole theory um, that are they in some like weird like perdition or like in between like hell and like real life and um, that whole thing with what got me or what surprised me was that vision didn't know that he was dead or like 
because Agnes asked him, she's like, am I dead? And he's like, why would you think that? And he's like, because you're dead. And he was like, what? Um, and so that's what did it for me where I was like, oh man, this is, this is deeper than I thought it goes. Um, so that was my big, my big takeaway, I guess, is that like uh, Wanda's powers kind of dilute as it gets farther out of the, the hex, out of the town center. And then um, that these people are actually trapped, like they don't want to be there. And as nice as Wanda's trying to make it, it's still like hell and terrible for them. Um, so I hope there is there is some resolution. My theory is that they don't wrap up everything, and that they leave it open because I think Wanda's supposed to show up in the in the Doctor Strange movie. It's supposed to be yeah. I forget the multiverse of madness. Yeah, and uh, her having uh, Pietro from or Quicksilver from the Fox universe plays into that. I think too. So um, it'll be interesting to see. I kind of hope that they leave it open, so that way it doesn't feel like a like a finalized thing at the end of the episode. I feel like with they kind of they're now they're kind of expanding on this universe thing and like the rumors with the new spider-man movie and dr strange um i really hope like they were kind of feeling the waters like testing it to see how the audience would go with it and i think they're they're gonna kind of lean into it more one real quick one thing that is kind of confusing is where did black widow fit into all this i know black widow is supposed to take place in the past but is it supposed to just be a complete standalone movie? You know what I mean? Like in most instances, the movies kind of intertwine with each other and it kind of goes in the current uh, cinematic universe. Yeah. The current cinematic universe. So it's like, okay, well, Black Widow's taking place in the past, but a lot of times they'll kind of nod to what's going to happen in the future. So it's like, what are they going to do? Are they going to introduce new people that's supposed to show up in these new movies you know what i mean like i just don't excuse me I, I just don't know how black widow getting delayed is going to affect what comes out in the future like especially with captain uh or what is it falcon and the winter soldier coming out in next month a month yeah a month from now March. like yeah you're right like is that gonna affect like black widow getting pushed back is that gonna affect that show you know what i mean like I, I, I don't know because um, it's not like they're going to reshoot Black Widow. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess technically they could reshoot uh, Falcon because I guess it's, I guess it could be done by now. But you know what I mean? It's just it's, it's one of those weird things. That I don't know how they're going to play that out because of COVID, which uh, let's get into COVID because COVID's dumb. I hate COVID. it. COVID is. Why don't you just get out of here? It just ruined everything. <laughs> all righty guys so now we'll start we'll, i guess we're going to start talking about covid um so this time last year february 13th last year um covid was the thing but it wasn't really much a thing stateside yet i think um, like we got our first cases around this time last year right but it wasn't on and popping yet it wasn't like shutting down or anything if anything they were just saying like wash your hands, um, wear a mask if you got it. Yeah. So it wasn't really a thing yet. And this time last year we were, um, we were planning my bachelor party. Yes. And yeah. I actually planned a trip to Hawaii this time last year. And I left March 16th last year. Mm -hmm. And we flew out to Hawaii right as 
lockdowns were starting. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, between now and about a month, a year ago, you know what I mean, was when things really started to pop off in the U.S. at least. Mm-hmm. So things started really pop off around late September, early March, and I think California went into lockdown like March 26th or something. Did you say late you September? Said late September. Oh, did I say late September? My bad. Actually, that does kind of line up because March. I think the first cases or in the that world time. were yeah. around September and then it got here around February, I think. Yeah. But yeah, so, sorry. So cases started happening here February and then March is when California locked down. I think I, I remember that it really started to pop off when there was an NBA that was NBA game that was canceled. You guys remember that? Was that the, what's his name? Gobert or whatever? Yeah. Was? Yeah. When he so, popped positive and they were like, oh, cancel it. Done. <laughs> yeah. They like canceled this game and he tested positive donovan mitchell tested positive and they just canceled the season and after that everything was shut down there was there was nothing there was no games there was no sports there was nothing stay at home locked down Um, that's for california now mind yeah i think most of our conversation is going to be talking about california yeah i don't think we can really speak to the other states because we don't really have one the stats because it didn't really affect us and two we're not in the other states. So um, I think we can only really speak to California. So when I say that in March, it locked down, I mean, California locked down. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, it was a week by week thing. I think when we first locked down, we we're like, okay, well, let's, you know, assuming everybody's listens, then this thing should be gone in a few weeks, right? A few, like a couple weeks. Months tops. And then you see people on, you see people on social media partying it up. You see people doing all these things, and you're just like, "This is going to go on longer than May hits." Well, Nothing. I think one thing too was that initially. Now, I, I definitely want to get this out there. We're not trying to pick sides. We're not trying to say anybody was right or wrong or anything like that. We're going based on our experience on what happened to us. But from what I saw initially the stats were saying that most of the people affected were older people. Right. Right. That was the initial thing was that, Oh, it's really affecting the older population. So I think when you mentioned that people were still going out doing things, the younger people were just doing whatever. Cause they were like, Oh yeah, it doesn't really affect us. You know what I mean? Let's just go out. I'm, I don't have to worry. It doesn't really affect me, but uh, obviously now science is showing that, Anyone can get it. Anyone can get affected. Anyone can get messed up. But really, the concern is spreading it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't right. like it's not necessarily, oh, yeah, you're going to get sick and stuff like that. But it's just on how contagious it is, is the issue. Right. Um, and at the time, we just didn't have the information. Right. I mean, we were we were getting updates week by week on how how contagious this was and how to combat it. And first, it was, like you said, hand washing. And then it turned into masking. Then it just then it turned into the shutdown and social distancing and all this other stuff. And then we were just learning it, learning week by week about how to combat COVID. Um, so now we're in May. Um, a year later. 
Oh, no, no, no. You're saying no, no, in 2020. We're still, yeah. So, we're in May. I was like, wait a minute. You're sorry. Right. I'm sorry. February. Yeah. February. February 2021. Um, so now we're in May 2020. And what should have happened was we were supposed to open back up. And we started slowly opening back up. Um, we started opening businesses, shopping again. Um, restaurants were open for outdoor seating, outdoor dining. And then slowly you could see that uh, the numbers kind of rise up and then uh, so so on and so forth. Now we're let's just fast forward to 2021 because we know what happened. We lost. Well, well, I think I think we should fast forward to holidays 2020 because yeah, because it wasn't really locked down in during the summer. Yeah, was, during the summer, I think November. we kind of we were kind of just doing our thing. The main concern really came down to the holidays, where it's like, all right, how do we keep people from visiting each other? And spreading it to each other. Because I think that's when everybody starts freaking out. And I know a lot of people are probably thinking, oh, well, the politics as well, right? With the election and and those thoughts and stuff like that. But besides all of that, I think, at least my opinion was, everybody was concerned about what's going to happen after the holidays because people are to the point where they're getting fed up. They're like, I want to go visit my family, you know? And I'm not going to lie. I went to visit my family in November. Um, I, I did it. I did it. I'm telling. I, I did. We did take uh, a good amount of precaution. I mean, really, the most precaution is to just not to have the event at all. But um, we took the risk and we had a small event in the desert, honestly. Like there was literally nobody around. It was just us at the, at the house. But uh, I think the concern was everybody's going to be doing that for Thanksgiving and Christmas and new year's. You know what I mean? And what happened? The numbers spiked, you know what I mean? Um, And they spiked, they went really high and I'm going to fast forward a little bit to now. Um, I think the numbers are starting to die down from that, that I don't, I don't want to say initial holiday 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 spike. spike. Yeah. Holiday spike. Um, So we're getting back down to, I think where we were, I would say May last year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like we're, we're, we're starting to trend back down. Yeah. Like 6% positivity rate in yeah. San Diego. Um, yeah, man. Like I feel like everybody was fed up by holiday time. I'm sure you guys were fed up. I, I hang out with my family, but I was masked up uh, because again, I wear a mask, not for me, but for you. Yeah. Um, the mask is to help protect my particles. My, like if I were to have droplets and this is how COVID is spread through droplet infection is that, Oh, so for the viewers at home, droplet infection is if I were to cough and sputum comes out or like what, you know, water sputum and it comes out and the mask is supposed to help protect that. It's supposed to catch the sputum and it's supposed to catch all the, all the, (laughs) we're making ridiculous faces as if we're spreading what is it sputum droplets everywhere (laughs) from all of our different orifices so that's how that's how it's spread um and so that's the reason why we're in my mask i and i hated I hated having to explain why I'm wearing my mask, but I'm like, this is for you. 
this is for you. It's not for me. This is for you. This is for you to keep safe. Everyone has pretty much been quarantined in, in my circle of family and my two families. So everyone's been pretty much quarantined. So this isn't for me. This is for you. You know, I have my grandparents. Um, and this is when I started, you know, this is when I moved out in uh, October, November. So this is when I moved out and I was just like, someone had mentioned like, oh, my, one of my coworkers said that her parent, her grandparents were like in their eighties. And they said, you know, we've been pretty much quarantined since, since the start of this. And we've been by ourselves. It's just the two of us and they're in their eighties. And they're like, if this is going to be one of our last holidays together, like, I don't want it to be, I don't want it to be like COVID that keeps us apart. Right. Right. You know, and I was like, so they're, they're willing to take the risk. No. And yeah. I mean, that's like an ongoing thing was that like we had people and elderly people and like, uh, what is it? Extended care facilities that are like, dude, I don't care. Like I'd rather die with, with family than, you know, be by myself during the holidays or whatever. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so I you know, so again, I'm, I'm coming in contact with high risk populations I'm working COVID units. I'm working the sick clinics at work. Um, so I'm essentially the most probably, you know, my mother and I would probably be the most um, infectious, but we're, we're wearing our masks and we're keeping safe. My family's quarantined. Uh, and I felt relatively for us to come together. I mean, we were living together three weeks before Thanksgiving, yeah. you know, so like it wasn't, it wasn't like that much of a jump, but I, I, that's how I felt. Um, and so people were just getting tired um, of social distancing or tired of all these rules. Um, and that led to our holiday surge because some people just didn't care. Um, and I saw, and when I worked in the hospital in January, I saw, I saw what it was like to lose people. I saw the codes. I saw, I saw the endless um, tubing. I, it was crazy, and I saw, I saw the side of COVID that nobody sees, and I think most that's people. Yeah, most people don't see, um, and that's one of the reasons why I was so vocal on my social media. I was so vocal against it because I saw it. Um, I saw what what your twenty seven year old granddaughter or grandson does on their own and they accepted their they accepted their fate right everyone says like i'm like i'm young i'll survive this but what about your eight-year-old grandparent who didn't sign up for that yeah right so that's why i was not even that like let's say your grandparent did sign up for that and then they get sick but spread it to someone that didn't sign up for it right so i think that's the main mindset yeah that was the whole point of the of the lockdown so um how how would you guys say it affected your family life uh, and all popcorn is rob first i would say i mean it's it's unfortunate but my wife and i both agree that we say that it's a, it was a blessing um it, like it's it's a tragic horrible thing but um us having a a newborn baby at the time where she was 3 or 4 months um, when COVID like popped off and when we got the, the okay to stay home, we were just coming off of our um, paid family leave. 
um, from the state. And oh, um, man, yeah, that really works out for you guys. <laughs> so it was very virtually like no, no lag <laughs> for us. I mean, uh, we were alternating and we were like thinking like, what are we going to do? Like one of us is going to have to be like full time, like full time stay at home parent. The other one's going to have to work. Um, but I mean, COVID came along and we, I mean, like I said, we consider it a blessing because over the last almost a year now, we've, we've been both been able to, to work from home and then also be around for the baby. Um, me specifically, it's helped, uh, my time with my family because if I most likely would have been me, that was going to be working full time. And, um, it would have been like a one hour commute one, one way. And so at the end of the day, I would have been at the office like 10, 12 hours or something like that. And so I would have missed out on a a bunch of firsts with, uh, with my baby. So, um, I mean, it, uh, luckily we didn't have it affect any immediate family members. Like no one, no one got sick, knock on wood. Um, and we got, yeah, I mean that I know of, um, and, and within our family, um, and we got to, to be home with the baby and, and watch her be amazing and, and hit all these milestones. I didn't, I didn't have to watch it later on, on like on my wife's phone, which was what I was scared was going to happen. Um, so yeah, I would, I would have to say that it was a, a blessing for us. Um, popcorn to, to Randy, what was your family life? Oh, well, honestly, our life, don't get me wrong. It, it, it sucked. But honestly, it didn't really affect us very much with me being considered essential, uh, my wife being considered essential. And because we're both essential, uh, our daughter got to go to daycare. Um, Our life honestly didn't change, Um, at least with my job. The job has to continue on, whether there's COVID or not. Um, The organization came to that decision. They said in... It's funny. This is literally what they told us. And now you can have your opinion on whether if it was right or wrong. I think it's a, an under, I, I understand the call, but the nature of our job comes with risks. And this is a risk that we have to take. Um, whether it's us getting, I mean, God forbid us getting shot or us getting the sickness, we have to take those risks. That's what we signed up for. Um, and the job, if we just stop, you know, then all these bad things happen. So we have to continue on. Um, and that hit home to me. Like I, I understood that I, I said, yeah, that is what I signed up for. So Roger that I'll accept the risk and I will move on. I will show up to work every day and I will do my job. Um, so for me, my, my life didn't change. I literally keep going to work. I think the only thing that changes is that we have a different schedule. Um, we don't show up every day and we try not to mingle with all of our coworkers. We do kind of, they call it blue gold. Um, it's basically you work. Um, ooh, excuse me. Um, one crew works, you know, a certain schedule and then the other crew works a different schedule to minimize cross contamination, I guess you could say. Um, so like there were months where I didn't see my coworkers. Um, so that's a good thing. Um, but then when, like for the sake of my particular class that I teach, we can't have a split class. Like there's a reason why we have four instructors because we need four instructors. So when it came time to actually, when we actually had students on board to teach, we all showed up anyways. So it's like, all right, you know, we're isolating ourselves from each other. But then when it comes time to teach, we show up 
together anyway. So it's like it kind of negates the purpose of quarant or separating ourselves. But once again, it goes back to the necessary risk. We had to do it. Um, and that's also we're teaching students that come from around the country, around the world. So they're traveling, they're doing their things. And it's like, once again, it comes with the nature of the job. So my normal day-to-day didn't really change. We showed up, we did our thing, we worked. I still busted my ass every day. Uh, my daughter went to school every day. Um, and the wife, you know, with her job, she did her thing, you know? So when it came to COVID, we didn't really change much. Um, it really just came down to after work, you know, what can we do outside of work now? What, you know, for leisure or whatever. All right. Well, I was basically the only one that did our, uh, our errands. So I would be the only one that goes out of the house to do, uh, chores or not chores, but like get groceries and whatnot. Um, but for leisure, we would only go on hikes. That's really our big thing was like, okay, let's go on hikes. Let's do this. I think the one that got affected the most was really my daughter. Um, because she couldn't, she couldn't go to school every day. Um, she could only go when I went to work. Um, because at that point, nobody can watch her. So when I went to work, she can go to school, but when I didn't go to work, she couldn't. So she couldn't really interact with people. And she's at that age where she really needs that social interaction, especially with other kids her age. So oh, she yeah. was she was definitely bouncing off the walls. Like, I'm bored at home. You know, I want to do all these things. I want to talk to people my age. And she just couldn't, you know. Um, so, yeah, she, she was hurting. Um, now things are kind of loosening up a little bit. Uh, I, I would say that uh, my wife and I are more essential. So like she's basically there every day now. Um, so she's recovering a little bit, but uh, it got a little tough, especially at the beginning. Um, but that's really the most extent. I, I know, I think the three of us are very blessed to say that none of us lost our job. You know, none mm-hmm. of us, the three of us, we weren't really affected, you know, on the grand scheme of things. Um due to COVID. Um, we were all very lucky to say that, yeah, we still have our jobs. We can continue on for the most part. It was more of an inconvenience rather than life changing. You know what I mean? Um, but with that, uh, Alan, how did that change your family? Um, dude, I'm with you, man. My, uh, my daughter loved to go back to school. She like, she loves to hang out with her friends at school. She loves to learn at school. Uh, and that was a big thing at the end, you know, in March, April, May, June was that there was no school and then it turned into online. And that was rough because since there was no school, there was no one to watch over. There was no one to watch over Sid and essentially Nancy had to leave work and Nancy and I both work in healthcare. So for her to leave work was tough, but, um, I, I think we made it work. I think she made it work. I think she did a great, great job being flexible and ha- and working with COVID. I just, it didn't really affect us much in a sense. So my wife and I both had the vid. Um, it didn't really affect us much. We obviously we survived it so far. Um, and it was, 
I didn't have, I had a little bit more of a rough time than she did. Uh, I had a couple nights where I was, uh, where I was coughing and it didn't, it was so early on that I was still like, no, come on. I'm, there's nothing bad is going to happen. I think this is around the time where there was like a councilman in San Diego or Chula Vista that was a decade or so older than I am who was in the ICU because of COVID. And I'm like, holy smokes, my pain are hurting to COVID now. So it, there was a couple of nights where I was coughing my lungs up and not literally, but I was coughing pretty, pretty hard. And uh, that, I think those were the nights where I'm like, uh, dude, something's really messed up. But all in all, I think I, I came out okay. Um, I'm better. I donated plasma. I did any, everything I could to give back for, you know, give back to my community, give back to my, my patients. So um, as far as family life, I it really affected us. It, Sid came out of school. So that was, that was a tough, tough thing to deal with, but she's doing great. She's learning. Uh, we're adapting. That That's one of the most, most, important parts about COVID is that you have to be flexible. You have to adapt and to the new rules and new regulations. And we did adjust that. So I'm very proud of my family, very proud of my two friends, Rob and Randy for adapting. Ah, that's us. Yeah. Um, so which ties, which we'll now talk about the future. How do you think COVID will affect your future? Uh, this coming year and now now with vaccines coming out I mean we just you know Johnson and Johnson just applied for FDA emergency use authorization uh, I'm fully vaccinated Randy's fully vaccinated my family is fully vaccinated Randy's family is fully vaccinated uh, how do you how do you guys feel about our future this year and Randy I'll start off with you oh it's I uh, it's tough to say um, the vaccine, I'm all for it. I agree with it. I obviously I got it. I didn't have to get it. Um, our family chose to get it. We, we have hope that it is as effective as they say. Um, my thing is the way that I, my mindset and the way that my mindset operates is that I have to see it to believe it. Um, and right now we just don't have the numbers. Um, because so wait, wait, wait. before before you move forward, let me pause you with a little anecdote. Um, there was a so in Israel. I, I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you guys paid attention to my Facebook post, but in Israel there was five hundred twenty three thousand fully vaccinated people. I'm talking about yeah. doses of Pfizer. Yeah, Pfizer, and it was. They're fully vaccinated. And of those 523,000 people, um, I think there were only four severe cases of COVID. So 523,000 people, 544 cases of COVID, which is less than 1% contracted COVID. Of the 544 people, only four cases were considered severe, which is less than 0.1%. And of those four cases that were considered severe, zero deaths. Okay. Yeah. 100%. That's great. Yeah. I, I'm like, this ties into 
this ties into what the studies show during trials and phases, uh, phase three, was that it was 90, considered 95% effective against COVID, but also 100% effective against death. But the scary thing is that because not everyone is vaccinated yet, let's say I do get it, even though I'm vaccinated, I'm good, right? I don't have to worry for the most part, right? Statistically, I don't have to worry, right. but I could still spread it to someone who doesn't have the vaccine. Yeah. That's the scary part. So just because my family and your family has the vaccine, it doesn't give us just a card to say, I could do whatever I want now. You know what I mean? And that's the tough part is that, you know, for the future until everyone is vaccinated. Now, mind you, we're not, we're not necessarily forced to get the vaccine. You know what I mean? So one, we have to all want it and get it. And then we have to be able to get the vaccine. So obviously not everybody can get it. Like Rob, from my understanding, wants to get the vaccine, but at what point is he going to be able to get the vaccine? You know what I mean? And then let's say we have another camping trip and I get it, but I'm good. And I spread it to Rob. Rob is okay, but then he spreads it to his family and then something happens to him. So then the vaccine, that's great that I got the vaccine, but it still didn't negate the purpose of spreading the sickness. So I am very hopeful. I, you know, I, I think that me going to these trainings and stuff like that, I'm hopeful for myself because I already mentioned before, I'm going to be by myself. I'm not going to be worried about my family because they're going to be here. I'm going to be doing my own thing. I'm going to be, uh, I mean, yeah, I'm going to be off on my own for four months. So I'll be controlling everything that I can. So I'm not too worried. You know what I mean? Um, for the future. And then obviously as time goes on in the next four months, there's going to be a lot of vaccinations going out. So that's going to be good. By the time I get back home, hopefully the majority of the population is already vaccinated. At least if they want to get it cool. If they don't, that's our call. Um, But hopefully for the future, we just continue doing what we're doing. At least for us, we already did our part. We're already fully vaccinated. So I just hope that we can do more in the future as far as leisure activities, I guess you could say. Um, That's a whole nother conversation on, oh, do people with that are fully vaccinated get privileges back? You know what I mean? Like not trying to segregate by any means, but it's like, oh, if I'm fully vaccinated, can I go to that movie theater? If I could show you my card and I'm fully vaccinated, am I good? You know what I mean? That's a whole nother topic, but I think those things are going to start coming about and not going to lie in my organization, it's already coming about like that. Like if I'm fully vaccinated and someone isn't, I actually get certain, I don't want to say perks, but certain um, stipulations compared to someone that isn't vaccinated. There are, we could talk offline about it because I don't want to get too far into it, but they are already giving those stipulations out there to people that are vaccinated. So it's, it, it, I, and I can absolutely see those things happening into the civilian world where it's like, you want to watch a movie at AMC, bro? Looks like you got to have this, uh, you got to have the vaccination. And I'm sure you guys have already seen some articles about that kind of stuff. Like employers are making people get the vaccine or whatever, 
if they get the chance. Um, yeah. And it's going to happen. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, from a medical standpoint, there should, there's no reason not to get it from a human being standpoint and somebody who wants to reopen the economy and get back to normal life. This is your chance. Once it's available to you, let's do it. You know, I want to get back to, to doing normal things. Everybody wants to get back to normal, to doing normal things, but they're not willing to, to do, to vaccinate. You know, we talk about people who don't want to wear masks or something, but this is it. This is your, this is your chance, you know? So uh, yeah, I agree. The future, like, I think vaccinations have to deal, do heavily with that. Um, starting March 15th. So a little tidbit starting March 15th. I, by the way, I stay up late at night, not only playing video games. Yeah. I was going to say playing Call of Duty. Yeah. We know that already. (laughs) Yeah. Not just playing video games, but after I'm I'm done playing video games, I stay up late at night and I like browse um, medical journals. I browse, I browse. um, Oh God, you guys are horrible. (laughs) I browse uh, medical journals, coronavirus news worldwide and i follow coronavirus news california so statewide and then coronavirus news san diego then i try to figure out how it affects my job working in healthcare how it affects my patients and how i can teach and educate my friends my family and my patients the proper way not not some clickbait article not just some he said she said with fear with yeah fear mongering oh god um but with tangible sources you know i medical journals like studies scientific studies so i feel like vaccinations are going to be a huge part of our future starting march 15th in california ages 16 through 64 with underlying conditions can now begin getting vaccinations with certain underlying conditions and they've they've stipulated that they've they've made a list of underlying conditions so it's a cut and dry process there's no like eh, what happens if you have this no like if you, you have, have herpes you yeah. can get it like you, but if so, you have syphilis you can't get it yeah those kinds have, of things yeah what about um, both <laughs> then you're good because you qualify for one of them oh okay yeah you get both moderna and pfizer whoa pfizer. so um so like one of the, one of the diagnoses is type two diabetes. And not only do you have to have type two diabetes, you have to have, you have to have certain tests that shows you have not, not one, not only shows you that shows that you have diabetes, but two, how bad your diabetes is, which from a medical standpoint, it's like, great, but who's going to provide that lab test? Like, sure. I can check your chart and make sure that your lab test is straight, but what about places that, you know, like super stations in San Diego, the super sites, like, is my patient going to bring their lab result and be like, here, look, my diabetes is pretty bad, but. I mean, my opinion, and I don't, I don't work in the medical field at all, but I would think that, okay, you get a note from your doctor, your doc, oh, that gets sketchy too. Cause it's like, like yo, cause uh, what if your doctor is like buddies with you? <laughs> my doctor's name is Dr. Robert Gozum. Yeah. I'm about to get I'm myself. Like, what happens if you get a pre- essentially like a prescription, right? That kind of mindset, a signed form a from your doctor. 
yeah saying oh yeah i have this and you're like all right cool and then the person yeah. at the superstation's like okay cool yeah you're good to go yeah i it, yeah. it gets really hairy yeah uh you know so i'm i'm looking forward to vaccinating everybody and i tell all my patients who are very frustrated with trying to find a vaccination that listen i would love to give you a vaccination the, the problem is i just don't have any yeah i would i would love to vaccinate each and every one of my patients as long as they want it but if they can't I, I can't i just can't so moving forward the future like please let's get vaccinated let's tackle covid together um social um <laughs> not but not together but together same thing but different yeah. mentally um, together mentally together so that's my vision of the future i think we'll probably get to some sense of normalcy by normalcy. Like we'll start having uh, in California, at least we have the, the tier system, the purple, red. Uh, oh, what's it? I don't even know the other colors. Cause we're always in purple. Like, purple, I don't... red, orange, <laughs> purple, red, orange, yellow, yellow is like less than 2% positivity, but purple, red, orange, yellow. Like I think we'll probably hit orange sometime in June. And then we'll we as in San Diego. Yeah, we as in San Diego. Because it's not California as a whole. There's no way we're all going to be unified all together every time. Like it's always yeah. going to be different counties or different places. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's my vision of the future. Get vaccinated. Let's do this. Rob, oh. what do you have? What do you think about the future? Uh, I'm, I'm with you guys. I'm hopeful that we can all coalesce and like all have the vision and um you know, want to reopen and, and see that this is the way to do it. Um, I'm more concerned about the how quickly we're dispersing the vaccines and how um, that it's a lot slower than what people think. So like the projections or whatever is like, we're not actually going to get to a safe spot to open up until um, like uh, sometime 2022, like way like summer of 2022. Um my goodness. Uh, Sorry, we're, we're, we're chatting. We have a side chat going where we can have notes and whatnot. And uh, we're basically talking smack and making Rob laugh while he talks. Well, because Rob said, have the vision and want to open. And I said, have the wit- have the vision and want to open. Because we're just talking about WandaVision. WandaVision. So. Get it? Get it? Uh, oh, my bad. That's how you my bad, Rob. There you go. Um, yeah, so <laughs> I, I wouldn't. I want to say that I, I I feel like we're going to get past this, but not as quickly as everyone thinks. Um, yeah, you know, people are talking about oh, we're going to be open by like summertime and stuff. But this year, I'm like, nah. It's like Comic Con 2022 is a maybe still. Like, you know what I mean? Yep. Like, it's it's to that point. And then I mean, as far as like uh, my career and stuff, like I, I would be considered under the education umbrella. So I would be the next group up to get vaccinated. Um, I'd be in one B. And so um, with that being said, um, my future looks a little different because uh, as, as we all know, or as most, most people know, like schools have been shut down or doing some kind of like hybrid learning or distance learning. And so for me, the future I hope is that we eventually get to, to, see each other back in person it is the toughest thing in the world already to get like students involved and do extracurricular activities let alone try and do that stuff via zoom or microsoft teams or something like that if you 
the most frustrating thing for me is like, I'm used to being in front of students and interacting with them in person and, and having that like vibrancy and stuff and like feeding off that energy. But when you're doing this stuff through zoom, it's nothing like sometimes I go into rooms or like meet with students and there'll be like 20 of us, but like two students out of 20 have their cameras on. And so I'm just, and they're like muted. And so it's like, I'm just shouting into the abyss. Yep. And so, um, I think it sucks right now. And I feel bad. I, I, I can't, uh, stress enough how terrible I feel for like the class of 2020 and like the class of 2021 like you know how nasty were these years supposed to be for you your senior year going to like Disneyland and prom and all that stuff and all that stuff's been taken away from you um, my hope is that in the future hopefully sooner rather than later we do get back to some semblance of normalcy but even then like that statement a semblance of normalcy like what does that even look like in the future are we still going to be trying to like match up our masks with our outfits kind of thing like are we still are we even gonna like high five in the next two three years like hometown buffet is not gonna be open anymore i will say that but they already already took away our soup plantation gone bro it's it's going to be a different world when it reopens brazilian Um, barbecue or brazilian yeah barbecue places where they chop up the meat right in front of you not happening anymore so so brazilian barbecue places but then also brazilian um wax places dude (laughs) it's an issue bro no but (laughs) you gotta keep the kitty pretty (laughs) but uh i want to put this out there i just realized the three of us are at essentially the highest tiers of priority when it comes to vaccination though like i mean obviously frontline worker with medical military were totally different like side thing we got our own shipments Best, and stuff like yeah. that yeah so we're not even included in that we and then educators some. yeah we backdoored our vaccines um so we are the, at least out of the three of us we are very blessed at least for our opinion we're very blessed to be at the top tier and get essentially the first uh batches i guess you could say mm-hmm. or opportunities to get vaccinated um Cause I know the opinions would be very, very different if we weren't in our situations. That's right. true. I mean, yeah. Like if we were, if we were just a regular Joe Schmo, not at the top tiers, we'd be thinking, I think we would be thinking very, very differently. Um, but luckily at least for the three of us that want to get the vaccine, it's a lot sooner than most. Um, and we're very lucky to be in that situation. Okay, so so Rob touched base on this like very briefly, but WonderCon and Comic-Con. This week in pop culture news, WonderCon was canceled and changed to WonderCon at Home, which we saw last year with Comic-Con in July. Comic-Con became Comic-Con at Home, which was uh, all things considered decent. Um, so given the fact that there was a cancellation of WonderCon, uh, I think you guys are in the same boat that Comic-Con 2021 would most likely be canceled. Do you guys, do you guys feel that way? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Like, there's Agreed. no way. And, and you know, as much as I want some Comic-Con, I, lo- I would love me some Comic-Con. I don't like, like oh, I, actually, I want to twist it. Instead of, do you think it's going to happen? If it did happen, would you go? Okay, so we're all in agreement that it's not that it shouldn't yeah. happen. Yeah, it, it shouldn't, shouldn't happen, happen. But, yeah. or probably won't happen. However, question now is if it does happen and they are open, would you go? 
Rob, would you, what would you say? My, my immediate answer is no, because that's is ridiculous. There's, I like going to Comic-Con before they have millions of people over the course of the entire Comic-Con. If even one person is sick and spreads it, like, yeah. you know, accidentally sharts or something on the floor and, and, oh, and that happens. spreads it, it's over, man. Like, a, it's going to bring a whole another meaning to must dusting. Oh my be goodness. Vid, vid dusting. Um, so I, I, my initial reaction is no. The only way they would get me there would it would have to be like a supreme year of like a lineup where like it's like this is the year like we can't miss it. But I'm based on how Comic Con at home went and like those people that participated in it. It's not going to be a, a sick lineup, and the exclusives weren't as dope. Um, so I'm not expecting a lot of companies to endorse it either. Um, and I it would I would also say. I would only change my answer from no to a yes if Comic-Con International came forward and said, these are the precautions we're taking. And they had like a crazy list of how they were going to try and monitor and do it. But I think- Give me two precautions you you think they would have to do. Oh, they would have to have like a secret police, like the National Guard there, (laughs) monitoring the lines to make sure everybody maintains six feet, like social distance. Impossible. That's what I'm saying. Comic-Con No, the only- only Thing or it's like reduced capacity like tickets are like 20 people get to go like know? the only thing i think that they can do to make it happen this year is to say you want to go you got to prove that you got vaccinated no that's not gonna fly it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen but i'm there's saying there's gonna that's be black market yep. <laughs> you can that's buy gonna be the only cards. thing that they would re- be safe they reprinted badges or um wristbands oh, yeah. to get into hall h you don't think people are gonna reprint like Oh yeah, the vaccine CDCD cards vaccine to make cards, sure yeah. I get in. Come on, well, dude. You know what's funny is that we get these cards and we we show it off and like, yeah, we got these cards. They're not that legit. It's a little, like you can get those cards anywhere. Yeah, and you yeah. can just like it's it doesn't even show like who signed it. It just shows like your batch number and Where who you, got you it. are and your date. Like yeah. there's nothing legit about those cards at all. Right. You know, like actually looking at them and reading them, it's like okay, cool. It just shows that you got it. But yeah, because I, I don't, I don't Alan think like, hey, let me get those cards and let me sign them. Nobody even signs them. It's just the info. But yeah. that's not that's not the reason for those cards is to prove that you got the vaccine, right? It's for them to trace it it's back. Like a reminder. If it's there a was reminder. a bad batch, wasn't that how yes. they would go back? Yeah, and- yeah, that's what it's for. It's like, okay, let me track. You know, if some if a group of people with this batch number died, it's like, yeah, it's probably a bad batch. Let's get rid of this batch. But that's the only documentation that I have to show that I got it. So I wouldn't be surprised if down the line, it becomes kind of like a, like a, Hey, look, let me show you my, my card. I got it. I'm good to go. You know, I, I at least I wouldn't be surprised if that's how it goes down the line. Like I'm mine's posted up right here on my wall. Like you framed with, it. with my pin, I framed it. Like <laughs> what size frame did you get it in? You know, I'm going to get it laminated. I'm going to get it tattooed on my, my back. Like it's, it's ready to go, dude. Like, <laughs> like a tram you know, stamp. But, but it's like I'm taking care of it because I don't know what they're going to want with it down the line. You know what I mean? That, that could be my ticket to do things, to get on a plane, to to go to this event or whatever. So I'm going to take care of it, you know? Um, but yeah, I don't see... There's no, there's no way that an event like Comic-Con does it legit with the amount of people and the amount of uh, tickets that they sold and all that. Like, there's no way to do it safely, especially considering that you know that there's going to be people that they'll have symptoms and still show up like, Oh yeah, I have a fever today. I'll be all right. It'll be yep. okay. 
I'm still yeah, gonna because show. Oh, I have I'm, a mild I'm going, fever. <laughs> I'm sick, but I'm not going for the whole day. I just I'm gonna get at these fungos, yeah. and mm-hmm. then I'm gonna leave. So it's not I'm not really it's not bad for anyone. Or it's like oh I'll maintain my social distance. Well, it's like no you're not, dude. No you're not. Just take the L and leave. And people aren't gonna do that. So yep. I don't see any way of it happening this year. 2022 is gonna be a stretch. And even then, oh man, that's a stretch. We'll see. Yeah. All right. So we're all in agreement there. So let me ask you this. Um, Disneyland, uh, we're, we're all big fans of Disney. Obviously, we were talking about WandaVision earlier, Disney Plus. But um, I am a former annual pass holder. I think, Randy, you said you were too? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Take my yeah. money, Disney. It's so... And with downtown Disney and Disney California open right now, Disney California is open, but only to the public and there's no rides. Been. What? Then what so do you, you do? Just, walk. just get food? No, you, churros, homie. you just walk around. Okay. Oh, so there's nothing open. It's just like a park that just mm-hmm. opened. It's kind of like your little extra, like people mall walk. I mean, honestly, at this point in the game, I'd be down. I'd if go you were, to California. if you were nearby. Yeah, if I was out. nearby, I'd be like, "All right, what are we doing?" Just today? to just feel something. Exactly. It's like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I can't buy anything, but I'd walk around just to get the vibe. You know, I'm sure they have the music playing, uh-huh. and you can walk around and, and do that. Like, I, I'd be down just to get out of the house, and uh, especially if I was a pass pass holder, like, sure. You know, what would be dope. Or I would do if I really wanted to mess with people is walk around, but have like a churro and like a Dole Whip from somewhere else that I brought from home. And people are like, "Oh, where'd you get that? Is that open?" I'm like, "Yes, yeah, right over there." And then just have them go, and it's nothing. Bathroom, nothing. Something. God, <laughs> that's how you do that. My question is though, do do you guys know? Like, yeah, California Avengers open. Are they charging full price? Are they charging anything at all? I think it's like, just. I think you just walk in damn yeah no no temperature checks or anything like on the way in you just it's just like an open park or something there might be but it's because it's just like an open outside outdoors like i i feel it's relatively safe to be able to regulate the the thing somehow though so there's so there's a lot of or something right so there's there's a long line i've seen instagram stories of like long lines to get in everyone socially distanced to get in um but i don't know how they like have population control or capacity control over there. I'm sure they do. I'm sure there's a way, but um, once again, Disney, Disney figured it out. They know. Have yeah. faith. Yeah. I, I totally have faith. So that being said, what do you guys think it would take for Disney to open up in capacity? Not, not, I'm not talking about like opening up the park to walk around, but I'm talking about, I'm talking about opening the park to ride rides again. Honestly, I don't think it's their call. If it was up to them, they would have opened. They did open. Like, it was like, what, like June or July? Like, didn't they open for a little bit? And then the numbers spiked, so they closed up again. Um, I think it's because of the state regulating everything. Once we get out of purple and we get down to yellow or whatever, then they're going to open. You know what I mean? I don't think they're going to hesitate at all. If they had the opportunity to open without getting in trouble, I think they would have opened already. Um, yeah, they might have limited attendance and limited amount of people in line per ride or something like that. But I think Disney or any of these theme parks would have figured it out by now if they could. Um, 
but it's the state that's holding them down. Just, I mean, another example is like barbershops, like barbershops figured it out. They, they know how to make it work or restaurants, you know, excuse me. Like they adapted to the rule. Okay. You can have outdoor seating. And if you look, a lot of the restaurants took over the parking lots, mm-hmm. you know, they figured it out. How many, how many tables do they need to operate and to survive essentially? And they made it work. Disneyland or any of these other theme parks would do the same thing. They'll say, okay, well, if we want to open and have people in and make money, we need to have a max capacity of, let's just say 30%, which is let's say 5,000 people throughout the entire park. And which that's not even close to accurate at all. 5,000, 30, no way. But you know what I mean? Like we can only have this many people per line. You can only have this many people and they're all spaced out. I'm sure they'll have the stickers on the floor And then there's probably, well, it's all like a place like Disneyland, it's all outdoors. So it's like, okay, they can eat, you know, they can eat in certain places. They would have figured it out, dude. Like, I'm sure the only thing holding them back is the fact that the state is saying that they can't open. Cause I'm pretty sure actually Disney world is open in Florida. It's Florida. That's it. And I think Florida is doing it. Yeah. So I think Disney world is just doing whatever. So I'm going to go when I'm out there <laughs> and it's going to be crazy. <laughs> oh my God. Florida, man. Jesus. Yeah, man. So, I mean, ah, COVID's a bummer, dude. I, yeah, there, I, there's no other way around it. Um, you guys got any closing arguments? Final thoughts? Final on thoughts COVID? on COVID? I think we're not done. We are nowhere near done. Um, I did see today... And I follow the governor, whatever your opinions are. I'm not getting into that. But uh, I follow the governor on social media or on uh, Instagram. And at least according to him, the numbers the numbers are very low considering what they were. Mm-hmm. I, think, uh, I think you could say that we are out of the holiday spike. Um, mm-hmm. And we're back on track, especially with vaccinations coming out and stuff like that. Once again, I'm talking about California specifically. Um. So I am hopeful. I'm going to Virginia next weekend and I am interested to see how they are running things because we're kind of in our bubble. We're only worried about California, you know what I mean? Cause that's what directly affects us. I don't know what Florida is doing. I don't know what uh, Virginia is doing, but when I go out there next week, I'm going to see, hopefully the bar is open, but uh, you know, we'll see. So um, a little thing about San Diego, the last, let's see, February 7th, our positivity rate was 7%. Then the 8th, it goes down to 6%, then 4%, 5 4%, 5%. Um, with Friday, February 12th being 5%. So it's going down from, uh, from the holiday season. I think the large... One of the days back in January, January 18th was 20%. So we're down quite a bit compared to those dates, which is a godsend. So we're heading and we're trending in the right direction. Um, I hope to God, hope to God that more vaccines become available to the general public and not just selected individuals. Like I'd I'd love for different sectors to get vaccinated. Um, I feel like the right calls teachers um if you want <laughs> rob shaking his head no but if, if you want well, we like if you could talk to other teachers they feel like we jumped the line 
as a, uh, compared to like police officers or like um well yeah i mean like other. that, that yeah, goes it's interesting into the whole essential workers like my wife as a and not down downplaying her job at all but it's like she was she works at the daycare and she was front of the line compared to me and i'm like wait a minute like i'm exposed to all these people traveling and all that stuff but she was up there with the firefighters and medical personnel and it's like that's kind of interesting but just because she's a she's a teacher she was up there she was ahead of all of us on the whole base so it's like that's kind of interesting how that worked out but i I get what rob's saying and i and i i see how that's a, a thing yeah i i feel like i wonder if they classified her not as a teacher or educator more so as a caregiver of children that's that yeah that's ultimate but that's the same with the teachers is that they are essentially a caregiver of the children throughout the day i mean they are taking care of the kids if they're in school yeah it doesn't matter how old they are they are in contact with all those kids throughout the whole day and if and it makes sense like if I can't go to work because I'm taking care of my daughter. Then that means my job can't continue on. You know what I mean? I think that's why educators and, and childcare and stuff like that is pushed up because if I can't take my kids to school or get taken care of throughout the day, that means I have to stay at home and I can't go to work and I can't do my essential job. So I could see why the logic is to put the educators forward. Mm -hmm. Um, but there are definitely a lot of people that are a higher risk of getting it that should, I shouldn't say should, that could get it before an educator. Um, but it's one of those things where it's just a tough call, dude. Like I would hate to be in the shoes of the person making these calls mm-hmm. because no matter what, you're going to get um, criticized for it. So yeah, you just got to go with it, man. Yeah. Rob, any closing arguments? Not necessarily arguments. My my final thought is, um, you know, like you said, I just kind of harping on, and I mean, my first time really thinking about it, I think Alan put it and said, you know, if you want this to be over, like this is the way to do it. And I just want to make sure that gets repeated and that most people understand that like if, if we do want this to be over, you know, get the vaccine or uh, vaccine. As if it's yeah, like I, a heard it. vaccine. I heard it. <laughs> vaccine. Um, and or like follow the other guidelines we've already had, like the masking up, social distancing, yeah. washing the hands, like like they, they set these rules, they're tried and true. And the thing is like trust the the system. And like I understand things are constantly changing. Like they're saying, Oh now two masks is better than one. Like that's the thing, is like it's it's this is brand new, like every day we're all learning this. It's not polio where we've had years and years to build on this data like i understand like you get it's frustrating you know when you're when they're telling you like okay here are the goalposts and then they move the goalposts and they say like oh you know it's supposed to be over this year but then they move it and say it's not going to be done till 2022 or something it's frustrating but i mean trust in technology trust the advancement trust in science exactly um you know we'll get through it and i hope i hope sooner than later we're we're back to normal and um you know, going back to the movies, going back to Disneyland, eating churros and stuff. Um, Dole whip. Dole whip in it. Funnel cakes. Mm. Corn dogs. Corn do- turkey legs. Ooh. Oh, man. SeaWorld is open. Eh, no, nobody goes right- there anyways. Ah, oh, man. I don't know about <laughs> you, but I can get down on some penguin exhibits. 
Oh, I thought you were going to say get down on some penguins. I was like, whoa. <laughs> penguin on a like, stick is dumb. Like, we were talking about food, now you're talking about penguins. Like, whoa. Yeah. Um, some of my closing arguments, and uh, again, I'm coming from a medical background, medical professionals, seen, seen the craziest shit. Um, get vaccinated. This is how we're going to do it. If you're not going to get your vaccine, wear your mask appropriately, social distance appropriately. I'm still at work. And people walking around with their mask below their nose. I'm like, dude, how, what did you expect was going to happen? We're like, a year in and people still don't know how to wear a mask properly. It, like it doesn't make sense. It's frustrating. It's frustrating in a sense that people have turned it, turned this into a political thing. And I don't want to get into politics. I don't want to get into any of that, but politics should have nothing to do with science. And like, as a medical professional, I've received messages and hateful messages saying, you know, saying, you know, that this is a bureaucracy. This is a democracy thing. This is, you guys are listening to me because of my, my political background. I'm like, dude, I don't care if you're white, black, Asian, like Democrat, I have Republican, to, whatever, you know, Democrat, like, Republican, like straight. Autobot, Decepticon. Yeah. I Decepticon, have to yeah, Decepticons can kick rocks, but <laughs> but regardless of your demographic, I have to take care of you. As much as I as much as I disagree with your politics or or any of your opinions, I have to take care of you. And that's that's the part that's frustrating is that like we're in this together. I share the same grocery store you share, regardless of your politics. So wear your mask above your nose. I've had to correct people in my vaccination clinic today, like ma'am. You have to wear that mask above your nose. She had it. She, I saw her do it. She had her cell phone out, and you know how like iPhones, you can unlock it with your facial recognition. Yeah. So she showed so her face. She like pulled down her mask and she left her mask off. And my my observe observation because we give them a vaccine, then we send them to the vaccination area of vaccine. 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 So. We have them go to the observation area for 15 minutes and in the observation area, she just had her mask off. And I'm like, I like stopped what I was doing. I put my vaccine down. I said, ma'am, you're going to have to put your mask above your nose. She goes, Oh my God. Oh my God. I'm sorry. And I'm like, yeah. Like you don't, she, she's playing that role. Like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. You know what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, come on. Masks are so normal nowadays that, you know, it's actually weird when it's not on nowadays. Like, I, I feel weird. Like, just because I wear it all day, it's just a part of me. Like, we leave the house. Do you have a mask? Oh, where's my mask? Like, I have to have it on at all times. Like, it's not that mm-hmm. difficult. I know that's my opinion and all this stuff. But it's just like, you know, you took it off. If you you have a nice breeze on your face, that's not normal anymore. Like, yeah. come on. Yeah. So, and it's, it's crazy to me that, like, the moment I leave my door, I have a mask on. Yeah. Right. And if I'm in my car, I take my mask off unless like I'm carpooling with somebody, which had, which has happened like a couple of times, but, um, for work. Um, but like, it's crazy to me that people would be like walking at the park without a mask, like at least on their chin so that move it above their, when they come, like when they're coming, you know, passing each other, it, it baffles me. I'm like, dude, what? 
we're a year into this. What the fuck do you not get? Yeah, the same thing happens to me when I walk the dogs right out here because we just have like, you know, regular sidewalk paths and I walk my dogs and it's like, you see me and a lot of times, I'll be honest, I don't wear a mask because I have my two dogs with me anyways. So it's like, if anybody comes within- I hate you, Randy. No, no, no. Damn it, let me Let me put this out there. My dogs, it's funny, it kind of works out. My dogs have six foot long leashes. So- Oh, thank goodness you said leashes. If if you (laughs) come between me and my dogs, you're- within six feet so if i don't have my mask on and my dogs are doing their thing you shouldn't be walking up to me anyways because if you're walking up to me my dogs are freaking out dude barking wild and out so in most instances the mindset at least my mindset would be let me find a different path to go let me walk around one this guy has dogs that are freaking out two he doesn't have a mask on so let me find a different route right to get to my final destination no, dude, some people don't care. They'll just keep walking by me. I'm like, you don't you don't see me one without a mask. Two, I have dogs that are literally freaking out right now. And you're just gonna walk right by me. Like, come on. So and it also it stemmed from okay, the mindset is and this is this is gonna be very petty of me and it's gonna be horrible. I probably shouldn't even say it, but I'm gonna be honest say. with you guys. I'm gonna be honest with you guys. It Enjoy got to brother. the point. Where the mindset is that my mask on is for you, right? I'm looking out for you. When I see people in my community not wearing a mask to look out for me, fuck it then. I'm not going to wear my mask. And I'm going to be, don't get me wrong, I'm not going to intentionally go your route. But if you're going to walk towards me and knowing that I don't have a mask on and you don't have a mask on, you're going to knowingly walk towards me Then I'm not going to protect you because you walked to me and you took that risk. Well, yes, it is petty and I'm totally understanding of that. And I agree, but I also, I also gave you all the warnings. I said, Hey, my dogs are freaking out, right? I don't have a mask on. So you probably shouldn't walk towards me anyways, because if you don't have a mask on and you come towards me and I do have my mask on, you're not protecting me anyways. I don't, I don't get any benefit from that. Hmm. You're just screwing yourself over. So at least that's my mindset. I know I'm getting salty about it. I know it's not the right thing to do, but I'm vaccinated, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm bulletproof. <laughs> I was going to suggest, dude. So, um, Next time that happens, what you should do is if someone, like, you know, like you said there, obviously they don't care about it. They don't care about you or whatever. They're not wearing a mask. They're like, fuck you or whatever. So what you should do back to them, you should just pull your pants down. Oh, and start shaking it. You just have your wiener out because then I guarantee they'll keep their distance away. They will find another route. They continue on. They're probably like, they're probably like, oh my God. It's so small. <laughs> I got to get closer to see this thing. <laughs> you, you pull your, your pants down to your ankles and you're like, what's up? <laughs> they pull theirs Keep down oh! and they're like, I'm also vaccinated. <laughs> Here's my like, card. You know, <laughs> this is really Pfizer, weird. <laughs> Pfizer also developed a drug that. Oh, yeah. Use. That Pfizer uppercut. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> so there's some cross contamination between the COVID vaccine. There we go, and yeah, some yeah, yeah. Uh, the blue Viagra. 
All right, yeah. this is getting ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going the low route. I know it's not necessarily the right thing to do, but uh, I mean, you're not going to look yeah. out for me. Our, our apartment complex has already sent out batches of emails. Like if you're going to be going into the laundry room, like you have to wear a mask. And I think that's great. My, my wife and I and my daughter wore masks going in before that email came out. And we were going to the laundry room and people were just walking in like, I'm going to do my laundry. And with no mask on, I'm like, dude, we're sharing the space. Mask Again, yeah. like you said, Randy, it's not for me, it's for you. And I don't understand why, how people became so selfish. Yeah. But I mean, I now, understand. Now real quick, if I go to an indoor area, because yes, my, my community, it's the same thing. If you go indoors, like to the mail room, you have to wear a mask and there's a sign right in front. And I definitely make it a point to wear my mask. Anytime I go to those indoor places, my main, my main issue is whenever we're outdoors on the walking paths and stuff like that, which I get it. Statistically, if you are outdoors, the risk of transmission is drastically lower, Mm -hmm. but still, if you're within the six feet, it's that's, that's taboo, right? According to the guidelines and all that stuff. So, you know, that's where it gets petty. But yes, whenever I'm indoors or to those common areas, if they're even open, like the gym's not even open, but uh, we have individual laundry areas here anyway. So that's not a thing. But the mail room is the big one. Like I make it a point. I wear a mask no matter what, even if someone else isn't wearing a mask or whatever, I'll wear a mask. Yeah. All right. Uh, so the gist of it, and we're going to end our closing uh, remarks are, Wear a mask, get vaccinated, and Comic Con twenty two. And don't look at me or my dogs in the eyes. Yeah. Or else I'm gonna drop my pants. Or my pants are going down. And if you All put right. yours down, it's on. <laughs> then that means we're both vaccinated. Then sword Woo-hoo! sword fight. <laughs> All righty, guys. And that's how we get droplet infections. All right. Oh gross. So That'll be it for us this week. We'll see you guys in two weeks. Uh, it was a blast, guys. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> Droplet infections, COVID. Um, the, I, vids. the vids. All right, loungers. Well, that's it for us. And we'll see you guys in two weeks. My name is Alan. I'm Rob. And I'm Randy. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. What you eating? These nuts. nuts. Ooh, the honey roasted. You know how I like my nuts, just mm, nice and salty. Mm, mm, mm. A little bit of honey on them. Ooh.